When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. It ain't about the pasta. It's all about the pasta. It's all about the pasta. Welcome to part two of Vanderpumpapalooza. Yeah, baby. That was uh, artist Ben Lee. Uh, he did a mashup of uh, Raise Your Glass, the Vanderpump Rules theme with, uh, you got a little Kylie Minogue in there. You have some DJ James Kennedy saying, Cokey Coke. Ben Lee, actually, uh, it's so interesting to find the celebrities that dig Vanderpump Rules. It's this, it's this like, it's this kind of little secretive club that everybody is, you're like, oh, you watch it too? You watch it too? I love it. Oh my goodness, I love it so much. Ben Lee was a musician, is a musician that I, I love. I had a Ben Lee moment. He has a couple of great albums that I grew up with. Uh, Breathing Tornadoes, his 1998 album was awesome. Awake is the New Sleep, 2005. Um, he has a song on there, Catch My Disease, which I love. And he also formed a super group called The Bens with Ben Folds, uh, Ben Queller, and himself, Ben Lee. They they were called The Bens, and I remember, I loved I loved them. I, there's you know there's whole periods of music you'll be a music fan of that you'll just forget. You're like, oh my god. I forgot that time in the early 2000s. It is interesting. So I was tickled pink. Yeah, I say tickled pink. I don't care. I'm an oldie. Um, I loved hearing him do that mashup. So Ben Lee, thank you so much 
for that mashup. We're going to get right into it today. Now, remember part two is a lot of the Vanderpump news. We're going to go over uh, Ariana's Call Her Daddy interview. There is so much dirt. We're going to theorize on what the potential surprise could be that may that might make other cast members not want to come back for season 11. They're teasing something, and we still don't fully know what it is. So we'll ta- be talking about all of that stuff. But we're going to jump right in with both feet today. Um, we have a special guest. This is, a, this is a friend of the pod, I guess. Uh, I've been, t- I've been, t- God, I've known her for uh, so many years now. She's been actually on this show a couple of times. She does have a lot of connections with the Vanderpump Rules cast. Uh, she's a very real person, though, and I, I dig her very much. But she was on Kristen Doty's podcast today, and somebody sent me this, and I was like, are you crapping me you actually said this is actually happening and i was like you got to come on just for a quick thing and just say hello and i'm going to ask you about it of course we want to promote Kristen doty's podcast as well so uh she's going to tell us a little piece of information we'll talk about it on the flip side and i think you're going to be blown away by what she has to say her name is janet elizabeth and we're going to start right now Hope you guys enjoyed part one. Wow. By the way, you might be listening to this next week because it took you so long to get through that first part, that recap. But we had to, you know, we had to dissect every moment. So anyways, with more moments to dissect, here she is, Janet Elizabeth. Good. Uh, Listen, we have a returning guest. I've been, we've been talking about doing this for a while. So this is going to be a really quick, just like an amuse-bouche of part of this Vanderpump uh, Apulooza episode that you have. But I just heard uh, some information that she had said on Kristen Doty's excellent podcast, um, which you've got to check out if you haven't. I'm hoping to have Miss Doty on pretty soon. And she's really, I mean, the the information she has just dro- jaw dropping. But this next guest has been with us a couple of times now. It's been a minute since she's been on last. You might remember her as the seamstress in uh, season uh, season nine of Vanderpump Rules. She used to be the co-host of Sheena's Shenanigans. She's also a non-playable character, is what she likes to refer <laughs> to herself in the Vanderpump universe. But overall, she's just a really great person, and she's been so great to me, to the show. She's one of those, like, she's like a connector. She connects people. It's really hard to explain. But anyways, uh, also, she has a hand in something about her as well, which we need to go support when that opens. Janet Elizabeth, welcome back to the show. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. It has been Listen, a long thank time. You- it really, it's, this is almost 10 o'clock on a Thursday night. So the fact that you did this with your busy schedule, I really, really appreciate it. But I read something today. I didn't get to even hear Dodie's podcast yet. I read something that dropped, like my jaw dropped. And then I found out you were the person that was on it that gave this information. <laughs> now I'm telling you, go listen to Dodie's podcast for the full conversation. And also our buddy Jared Lipscomb's on it. And Jared's amazing as well. Yes. But you have like been over at Ariana's house. You were one of those people that have been supporting her. Jared was talking about this on this show. There's a team of people that have been just really behind Ariana yeah. and just giving her strength. But there was a piece of information given out of Ariana at watch what happens live of like, yo, there's like Raquel's been, or Rachel's been writing Tom letters or there was one. I didn't open it of course, but then you gave a piece of information. Can you give that piece of information to the audience if they don't know it yet? Totally. And I also remind me at the end to, to give you a uh, Brittany's theory that I heard today that I have not talked about yet. Um, but so I have been meeting with uh, Katie and Ariana often for something about her stuff. Go check out the merch. They're moving along quickly. It's going to be awesome when it's open. I've had some sneak peeks at stuff and it's going to be so cool. I'm so proud of them. Um, but so while we were meeting, uh, 
we were, I saw uh, a postcard from Raquel to Tom. I don't want to give away where it came from, but let's just say it had the name of a place on the front and it had a bunch of lightning bolts all over it. And without giving away too much of the contents, which I feel like it, so also, I guess, you know, it's not. Wait, like does, Be- does Bellevue have, does Bellevue have postcards? Like, is it a, uh, is it like a hospital? Is it like a Cedar sinai or? It, no, it was just like a city name on the outside. Okay, like I, gotcha, the gotcha, example gotcha. I gave was, it was like Ohio with lightning bolts in the background. It's not Ohio, Got but it. it was like that. And um, I'll just say it was very vapid letter. If I was like, you know, when they say it's nothing to write home about. This letter was nothing to write home about. Like, but Jen, that's my whole thing with Raquel. Like, I don't know her like you guys know her. I have not ever been able to get a beat on her personality. The times I've hung out with her, I didn't, I didn't understand it. Like, she was always nice, but I didn't really get it. And so this is all craziness that's like sprung up around her, but her herself has never been really like, I'm trying to understand what all these guys see in her, like yeah. Schwartz and Sandoval. I always thought she, back before all this, of course, like everybody else thought she was really sweet. She was fun to be around. She was very welcome kind. Those are things. And all of us knew, like, she says some stuff sometimes that is a little DNS or whatever James says. But, you know, it's just one of those with the territory. Like, she's nice. She means well. But I guess when you take away that, the nice and means well part, when you, you know, destroy someone's or participate in destroying someone's life, then it's like, yeah, I guess all you're kind of left with is DNS. So. Well, you never thought she was a threat. No. Like, I wouldn't ever go like, oh, you got to keep your eye on that one. Like, that's why I thought it was, that's why it was like, I think it hurt even doubly is because, you know, like Ariana said earlier in the season, I didn't think you had it in you in regards to Katie and Schwartz. Right. No, totally. I, I would never in a million years, cause I heard, you know, rumors and things, Lala, you know, said some stuff and I was like, huh, that's interesting. And there was this one time where, you know, I was in the pool with Tom and Raquel and Ariana was inside and they seemed a little off. I thought maybe they were just on drugs, but like they were, you know, well, I got in the pool and I was really hammered and they had a, there was some <laughs> where I was like, I was like get, get the fuck out of here, Janet. <laughs> No, Leave. people were with us. There are other people was okay. were with us. Schwartz, there was probably eight people in the pool, but there was something going on with them one night where I was like, oh, maybe they're on something that I'm not on because I'm drunk, but they seem to, there's a different of yeah, no, you, yeah. going on here. Um, oh, but I will say, so I saw this postcard. The contents were very boring. It was just like, I saw these, I saw this card and obviously thought of you, I guess, because of the lightning bolts. And yeah, I guess. I mean, by the way, my prediction is that it literally says like Tucson and it's lightning bolts with a couple cactuses. Like that's my thought when I hear it. But the fact that we're still keeping this lightning bolt going, like how high school are we going to get? Is there any kind of emo band lyrics in the, the writing? I really didn't believe the lightning bolt thing. I just thought it's all, the lightning bolts have always been a part of the Tom Tom logo and sweatshirt. Yeah, the mythology. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, like you know, like um, Logan that you know, Logan. Um, he has like a lightning bolt earring that he's always wearing, and you know, it was just it wasn't. I didn't think it was exclusive to them until I saw that postcard, and then I was like, oh my gosh, they really do have this like cordy cheesy light bolt lightning bolt thing that they're doing. Um, and I will say, so I was talking to Brittany today. And she was like, isn't that weird that she sent that postcard after Ariana went on Watch What Happens Live saying that she wasn't opening the mail? And I was like, ah, oh, that. So there was like mail that you would open and this was a postcard. So it's yeah. like, you would so have to see it. Did she Did she somehow hear that Ariana like 
oh, she's not going to open my mail. I want her to know it's from me. We're still a thing. So I'll write a postcard so she sees it. I mean, she's she's sending the stuff to their house. So that's the, you know, it's a disrespectful thing to do. So I wouldn't maybe put it past her if she put something out there that she knew Ariana could see and read. These people have ruined lightning for me. Like I had, there was a thunderstorm in Los Angeles. I like totally ruined it. I, the other thing though is, I mean, I don't know if Raquel Rachel has, uh, you know, internet wherever she is right now, but I would say like, listen, like, I don't even know if they're still to, like, Tom seems to be enjoying people in Austin right now. Yeah. Um, you, you know, it would be interesting if Tom seems like he's potentially moved on or he's just still cheese in his cheating phase uh, since he knows what it's like to, he wants to feel like a single man again, yeah. but th- it's really dark to think about. Um, and you're in, that's what I like. You guys are so close as a friend group yet. A lot of you guys aren't, you know, major characters on the show. Thank God. And people have yeah. a hard time accepting this is real, but just so people know this is real. It's a hundred percent real. I mean, it, it like, can you imagine if it weren't and you would expect this many people to keep a secret? And do you think Tom would ever allow him this much public humiliation and shame? And yeah, that's what I said. He's like a pseudo narcissist. So there's no way he cares what people think of him. A hundred percent. He is not liking this. He's also delusional. I'll give you another little tidbit of tea that I heard a couple hours ago. Tom, and I won't say who he texted, but Tom is still texting people extremely close in the friend group that are very publicly team Ariana saying things like, Hey, my band's performing like in your, in here and here, I know you have friends there, or I know you're from there. Or, and uh, if you want me to add your friends and family to my list, cool by me, bro. And dude, when he, when Jared read that one text, when he just didn't seem to know, like, come on, Jared, you know me better than that. I was like, that is, why would you write that after you did something horrible to his friend? And then go, you know me, obviously there's a part of that. You guys didn't know him. No, no. I mean, this is one of those things where you feel like a mask was taken off and you're like, oh my gosh, like, what? like I thought of Tom Sandoval was a very nice guy before this and incapable of doing this. And uh, one of the only ones who wasn't cheating or hadn't cheated. There were actually nights and times where I talked to him and I remember specifically pointing out, like, it's so nice. Like you're like one of like three people on the show that hasn't participated in cheating you've just been cheated on he's like yeah yeah like I mean he really went along with it I I thought and Jason was just talking to me recently he goes I had a really like late night conversation after many beers with Tom Sandoval um years ago where he still was like I didn't have sex with Miami girl like no he's like why (laughs) are you so doubling down to me then it's just there's a lot of stuff where I feel like we were lied to for a very long time unfortunately it is weird I just I wonder but what's that? What's going to be that moment where he realizes of like, oh, dude, maybe I am kind of like there's like bad elements of me. Like even in that, just like that reunion, it was just such a not even an ass kicking, but of like, dude, you got to realize like the fact that you're like sleeping with Ariana, then go and mess around with Raquel and then go back to Ariana's bed. Like that's not even that's more than just falling in love with somebody else. That's evil. It's dangerous, as some would say. (laughs) (laughs) James Kennedy, by the way, he has our hearts right now, which I'm like, don't blow it, James. Yeah. Don't blow it. Because he could blow it at any second. And people really like him right now. Yeah. Um, His his one-liners, he's just on it right now. He is really on it. I love it. He's he's in the moment. Um, Something about her. 
they talked about the merchandise making so like just such a good amount of money that yeah. got that business going. They said it would be open at the end of May. I think we are at the end of May. Is there a projected opening yet for something about her? I think I'm talking to I, Katie tomorrow. Yeah, so. I don't think there's an exact date, but I will say like this week, if you go peek your head in there or, you know, look through the window, you'll see like the booths are in there and installed. I think that we're waiting. I think they're waiting on like chandeliers and chairs and a few other like stuff. But the big stuff is like installed right now. The walls are painted. Um, everything's like coming into play or, you know, coming together. Yeah. So it's going to be great. I would say it's not going to be much longer. I mean, I think um, if Vanderpump starts filming at the end of June, which is what I've heard for the next season. I mean, depending on what's all going on with, you know, whatever this big this, secret is, whatever, whatever the big is. secret is. I don't know what the, I mean, I don't, uh, whatever, but yeah, whatever the thing is, once they sign everything, I would say that you'll probably, you will see it open next season on Vanderpump. Would you like to announce on this show that Jackson and Brittany are coming back now? Would you like to announce that right here for them? <laughs> Jax keeps teasing think... us, Janet. Jax is like big announcement coming soon. You'll see, I, th I mean, you're going to see Jack Taylor back on your TVs. I, I don't think it will be Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Whoa, that's a big deal. Okay. And then, um, so He's the finally, thing. He'll be back on TV. There's no way Jack He Taylor said that can. for years now. You've been like, wait, why did they stop doing that watch along? That was awesome, actually. I watched that oh, and I actually I liked it. I think they were it. only signed up for three episodes. For three? Though. Yeah. I think okay. they just, yeah. You'll see stuff with them soon, though. I love that they're kind of dipping their toes back in now to bravo Kristen too like i think it's great that they're kind of um coming back saying their piece but i don't think any of them will ever fully you know go back <laughs> i don't think it's the right place for any of them right now either no by the way like because you don't want to put yourself back in that toxic situation yeah. because it brings out bad things in people they're all it's it's all just, yeah i think that they've moved on and they're in a different place in life all of them right now but i, I am them going back for stuff and i think um, I would never rule against seeing any of them on TV again at some point. I DM'd with Jax last week, which is a word I a sentence I never thought I would like, <laughs> ever say. And I was, he was like, "Well, what, what, you know, what about what did you see in Sandoval?" I was like, "I thought he was awesome." He was like, "I said <laughs> he was like a real hero of mine." I looked up to him. He's like, "You did what? That guy's <laughs> disgusting." <laughs> he was like, "Full Jack goes, you did what? That guy's a loser." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I'm sorry, Jax." Um, oh, yeah. okay. So we're, you're friends with all of these people though. The season is over. Reunion is almost over. I'm so excited for three weeks from now when we can just put all of this to Damn. bed. Oh my what, God. I mean, this has got to be exhausting. I mean, did you ever think, cause you, I mean, you've been around Sheena for so many years. You've been around all these people. This has been an explosion. Like we've never seen in any reality television. This you've been along been for insane. that ride. It's yeah. really, it's been crazy. Um, yeah. And since, since it exploded in the beginning and I don't, do you watch the never before seen, uh, episode? Yeah, who do you think you're talking to? Of course <laughs> I watched the never before seen. What? <laughs> so last, the most recent one, I think they show an extra scene of Tom and Raquel where he's showing a video of all of oh, our all cars. these people. She never let me have parties at the house. You guys, so I was there that night. That's the night. So he, I had no idea. He took a video of all of our cars blocked in the driveway. Um, but he came in that night, yelled at us. He was like, if you guys better not be drinking my alcohol. It's all I, I'm still a homeowner here. I still pay half the mortgage. So no, you better not be drinking my alcohol. We were all like, you better it was like 10 of us sitting around. I made a huge pot of French onion soup. Cause Ariana like hadn't eaten that well, much. Yeah. She was like barely picking at stuff. She inhaled French onion soup, which made me so happy. Um, 
But I mean, it was like 10 of us sitting around laughing, crying, like Ariana screaming and throwing, like, you know, getting angry about stuff. And then like, and he walks in thinking we're having a party and we're, it's, it was so much more a funeral than a party. And so when he was then complaining and comparing that to one of his birthday parties to Raquel, I was shocked. It was just another example. I'm like, you really don't get it. Like, we're not partying. We're not drinking your alcohol. We're sitting around eating French onion soup, crying about how you broke this girl. Like, I like that. I like that he was like, I wasn't invited to the breakup party. Why wasn't I invited to this breakup party? It really is. And I keep, I said in the recap for tomorrow, I was like, this dude, I don't get the moving out thing. Like, of like, I w- I've been like we both had relationships yes. break up in the past. You get like out of there, Someone- I get out. Like I slept in my car. Like there is no way I would ever like that. Is so dark to me no. and so selfish because you know he could live with Schwartz for the love yeah. of God. He could get out and go somewhere for a while. I mean, for the money he's paying to still fund his band tour, he could have gotten gotten an apartment somewhere and yeah, done something a lot better. But in that in that never before seen was the first time I've seen an ounce so far of empathy. For Mikel when she said, I'm glad Ariana has people around her supporting her. And I was like, wow, even Raquel saying it. And Tom's like, yeah, but she didn't like when I had parties. So I don't know why she's having one. It's like, oh, my gosh. He just, you know. Well, it's exciting for this to be over. I don't know where season 11 is going. I don't think you know. But hopefully something about her. Would you? Yes. And I know your husband, Jason. Would you sign up for season 11? if they? Because I know they're probably talking to everybody that's actually friends with these guys right now. I don't think Vanderpump Rules at my age of 33 and pregnant is uh, is the, <laughs> the right move for me. I don't. I can't imagine. I don't think anybody wants to see like a big pregnant lady screaming at somebody. Um, you don't have to be screaming. You could be crying. You could be yeah. I mean, like, come on. It could be tons of things. I don't know. I don't think. It, I don't think it would be for me. I. I don't know. I mean, maybe something one day. Um, I don't think Vanderpump would be it for me. But um, I'm really excited what they do. And I'll always, I would always, uh, you know, always go to my friends' birthday parties and openings and stuff to support them. So you will always see me being a recurring extra in the background or an NPC, as I like to say, a non-playable character. Well, you are a very playable character (laughs) in all of these, actually. But no, you've you've done, you know, you've like been behind the scenes on so much of this stuff. And it's been so amazing to see how people have rallied around Ariana and this. It really like it's nice to see good things happen to good people. And uh, I'm really excited (laughs) for something about her. And you got to come back on when we can talk 90 day and all that stuff. This was just a quick thing. She's doing us as a favor, folks, um, (laughs) because she is pregnant and working and all of this stuff. What'd you say? I said, I'm so happy to be on. And also, dude, your mom, Claudia, awesome. She <laughs> is so, I am I do well with the moms. Katie's mom's it's, likes, likes mom's me and your mom likes me. My mom loves you. Is she DMing you about all this constantly? We Facebook a little bit, but uh, I've got, you know, I don't know if we, she's found me on Instagram, but she's, oh. she's special like you are. So Janet Elizabeth, <laughs> go listen to Kristen Doty's podcast today thank, for the full you. Janet Elizabeth experience and go subscribe to Kristen's podcast if you haven't already. And hopefully you'll be on, we can talk longer, but Raquel and Tom, do you think they're in it for the long haul? I think, no, I think they're in it for as long as it's a super convenient relationship where you can stay up all night taking mushrooms until sunrise. And then when it's not the only good relationship, Janet, that's the only (laughs) good relationship is taking mushrooms. Yeah. But when it's not that, it's not going to be good. Yeah. As soon as that's over, as soon as it's inconvenient and not, as soon as it takes work, they're both out. I think. Do you think she'll come back for season 11? 
I 50-50 on that one. I don't know if she'll come back to try to redeem herself, but I also can see her parents and people around her being like, this was the worst idea for you. I, I don't think her parents ever liked her being on the show. And so I think they're like, this is what we told you was going to happen. This is the worst case scenario. And so I can yeah. see them talking her out of coming back. Well, where were her parents after? I mean, their parents really like slipped up. Along the- Anyways, sorry. I'm just too, I'm ge- I geek out on this stuff. <laughs> I, I don't think she, I mean, if she's serious about her mental health, I don't think she should be back. So that's I, it. I agree. Okay. Uh, that's it. We will talk to you next time, Janet. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, folks. Uh, that was Janet Elizabeth. If you are watching on YouTube, that was another video. If you're listening, you just heard her and she, that postcard, Raquel is sending lightning bolt postcards. Now, if she is in a mental health facility, um, you know, obviously she can send mail if she can't be on the phone. I guess we can gather that. Uh, it sounds like she's okay. Uh, I, I thought it was very interesting to Janet saying it was very remedial, whatever she wrote. Of like, I hope you're having a good summer. I hope you're having a good summer. Um, but I do wonder, I really do wonder if Raquel is like, Tom, are you cheating on me on the road? Um, it is very interesting, and I'm very curious if she'll sign up for season 11. We're going to talk a little bit later about the possibilities of that and what could be the big surprise that this producer, Alex Baskin, is teasing that could potentially make the cast members of Vanderpump Rules not come back. Uh, there's a lot of theories floating around there, and we'll go over a couple on So Bad It's Good right here. Um, listen, I want to tell you, I was at Raising Cane's, the chicken restaurant. I got to be a little bit of a, what they call an influencer, um, which I'm very dorky for that. But I think that me showing up at a chicken restaurant at 830 in the morning is very much on brand for who I am. So it was great. I guess Ariana was uh, paid to be a sponsor for them. I guess Post Malone actually did that for Raising Cane's a while back too. So she's in good company. But I was contacted by a company to do that along with some other people like the Zen Blonde and uh, uh, John Joseph and uh, Meredith Lynch, uh, Bravo by Besties. There was a, a bunch of people. Everybody was so nice. It was very cool. I don't usually go out of the house that much anymore. So that was very scary for me. I had to wake up super, super early because it took like an hour to get there. So I'm like six in the morning. And uh, I think it went okay, but it was great because it was like there was a crowd of people there just to see Ariana that weren't paid to be there. Um, we did have the chicken fingers and they were delicious. I, I wish I could say um, otherwise, but it was just um, it really was. I was like, I'll go back to a Raising Cane's. I had no idea it was that good. So she is she's I'm glad she is getting these opportunities. So she has this. She has the Bic commercial that we saw. She uh, she was on Call Her Daddy, which we'll go into in a, se- a second. Uh, that Spotify podcast that got released this week, which we heard much more of her story. It was a two-hour interview. Um, so she was great, but it was funny because uh, I didn't tell her I was going to be there. I try not to – like I, I don't really um, – we've talked a handful of times over Scandaball, and uh, I always – I don't – you know, listen, I do this for a uh, living now. So I never want to be like, what did she say? You know, I don't try to get any information from, uh, from her. Cause this is just, she doesn't need that right now. But once, uh, she was there and she was running late. So I texted her, I was like, come on, Ariana. And I sent her a photo of her headshot that she was signing for people. And she's like, Oh my God, you're there. And then she's like, oh, I'm, I'm almost there. And she was with Logan, her BFF, who 
I love. And I got to see him again. And that was exciting. And uh, it was great. Like everybody was cheering for her. And I got to tell you, I was, I'm super impressed. She handles herself so well. I mean, we see it on the reunion, right? We see that in the way she handles Zanzival. Tom Zanzival was in a jacuzzi. We no, she just handles herself so well. There was like Entertainment Tonight was there. Bryce Sander, who works for them, I love him. You had TMZ there. It was just like a wall of cameras and reporters, and she was just smiling, talking, telling us about why she loves raising canes. And then she took our order, and it was just—I mean, it was she handled it so good, and she was very effervescent and bubbly, and all of the things. And we got to talk for a minute, and I think I might see her. I think I might see her at Janet's tonight. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, maybe I didn't have, but she seems like she was doing great and I'm really, really proud of her. And I just kept thinking like Tom's out there on Howie Mandel and doing his thing. And I don't know, you know, Ariana has always not taken a back seat, but I think she's just been like, I mean, just kind of like, yeah, we'll see where things go. And it's so cool when these opportunities are getting presented to her and she's like facing each one and killing it. She acted in a Lifetime movie. I mean, she, like I said, she's a really good actor. She's a really good singer. And I'm really excited to see what happens. Something about her, the sandwich shop, they just uh, can't, they just started a TikTok today. Um, so that was, that was in effect. And and by the, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say this until it happens tomorrow, but I'm very excited about who I'll be talking to tomorrow and I'll, I'll get more information on that. And uh, yeah, it was just great. There was nothing bad about it, except then I was trying to make a video like an influencer. You're like, you have to make this video. And I've, I'm new to this kind of stuff, even though I want to do more of it, but it was fun. But it was also like, I had this blinding headache yesterday and I kept turning in this video and they kept making changes to it. And I was like, I don't even, I mean, I uh, hope raising Canes isn't listening, but like, I didn't even know what I was doing. So uh, hopefully it turned out good. I, I put the little video on Instagram. Just know I did not know what I was doing. And next time I will make sure I'm showered. No, I showered, but I was just, I, I, I looked rough. I looked rough. If anybody is out there that runs a Botox place or anything that can do something with this face, please reach out to so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey at gmail.com. Let's get this face. Let's, let's, let's just fix it all. Let's fix it all. I'll promote you on the Instagram. Okay. Call her daddy, right? Alexandra Cooper is the host of this show. Spotify. It's only on Spotify. It's a video as well. And remember, they made an over $40 million deal with Alexandra Cooper a couple of years ago. And they make sure, Spotify makes sure she gets the biggest guests of all time. And, you know, Ariana is the one that everybody wanted right now. Uh, Howie Mandel couldn't get her. We couldn't get her. I mean, I never asked, but we, you know, you wanted to do, and then I think I can say this, like I knew about the Caller Daddy interview about a month or so ago, because I had talked to Ariana and I said, after the Howie Mandel thing, uh, I mean, I'm sure everybody had told her this, but I was like, hey, um, listen, don't want to bother you, but I just wanted to say real quick, um, if you do do a podcast or when you do, make sure it is the biggest one out there. Don't do any rinky-dink shows. Don't do any, you know, just do the biggest one out there. And she was like, what about, you know, she didn't add, but she was like, I think I'm doing this one. And I was like, yeah, Caller Daddy is the biggest one out there. Now, a lot of us, I think, have some reservations when it comes to Alexandra Cooper as an interviewer. I got to tell you, though, I've only seen clips of all of her stuff. I have not seen full interviews, but I've seen clips and it is what it, you know, like it's, it's fine. And I got to tell you, I listened to that full two hour. I put it on like speed and a half, but I still listen to the whole thing. 
you, you know, there were different avenues I would have gone down. It seems like Alexandra, uh, very, at least watched this season, which I was very happy about, happy about. It seemed like she was brief briefed on this situation, had a good handle on it, had her own personal experiences with cheating, which a lot of people I heard say like, stop sharing stories about yourself, but I do that too. And I think that's a way to relate to the guest to get them to even open up further. I don't know if that was her strategy, but I, I mean, I found it somewhat effective. I just don't listen to her a lot. So I was like, this is totally fine. This is good. And Ariana carried that interview. And I thought that was the most important thing. So anytime uh, she got too goofy, you know, Ariana kind of grounded it in this reality. She filled in a lot of the blanks, even though I think a lot of, I still had so many other questions, but I think the big thing I, I took away from it. And I told a couple of my friends was, um, you know, I almost think in a sense, I guess we needed something like that. Right. But in a sense for me, it kind of deflated the overall, you know, I guess the overall scandal because, you know, when Sandoval was on Howie Mandel, it was so ridiculous. It was so easy to make fun of Howie, what Tom was saying. It was so easy to poke holes in the things that he was saying. There was so much stuff to like talk about. There was so much fodder, right? But with this, it was just kind of like the truth telling a story. And it seemed like a fairly tragic story. Um, you know, it was like, yeah, I thought we were in love. This happened. This happened. There were a couple of like, oh, shit moments, which we'll go through. But overall, you know, it, it just wasn't nearly as ridiculous as the lies of Tom Sandoval. It wasn't as showy in that sense. It was very real. And it kind of brought us back down to reality because a lot of us with Scandable and covering this is just in the stratosphere. I mean, last week, you guys, somebody had put out that Raquel was pregnant. I heard it from a source that heard it from a source that Raquel is pregnant. And, it, you know, that turned out to be false. And uh, I get the excitement of getting information. I get information in my DMs a lot. And I, you know, I uh, you have to be really careful with that stuff. Cause also you don't want to be the person that's wrong about putting out a pregnancy rumor. And then that blows back on you as well. And, uh, I, I get the urge to be, um, to want to be part of this conversation to, uh, get, you know, really excited about the information, but it's like always about the conspiracies and stuff. We sometimes go so far beyond what's actually in front of us. And I think the thing that's actually in front of us is fascinating in itself. We don't need to keep adding like, well, I heard Tom was impregnating aliens. Yeah. Uh, there was a spaceship near Valley village and, um, Tom went on board and he fucked all the aliens and now they're all pregnant. Like we don't, we just, let's see what's in front of us right now. And the truth can be stranger, you know, like the truth is truth is crazy. You know, like, you know, people don't need to make up things. The craziness is right there in front of us. And, and we're talking about it right now. The craziness is Raquel and Tom. So call her daddy. And also Danny Pellegrino, who I love, which by the way, uh, a lot of people reached out to me that Danny mentioned me on his show. Um, and that was so I, I man, it's so funny when Danny mentions you on the show, like everybody reaches out to you and it's like, just shows the power of Danny Pellegrino and what he has created. It's the same thing with the Crappens guys. It's in, and it's just really, uh, so, you know, it, that was really, really nice 
of Danny to uh, to say what he did. So thank you to him. Um, but Danny had also tweeted this week of like, come on, man, all of these people, all these podcasters getting in the Vanderpump rules game. That's not been with the show the whole time. Like, I think he made like said about the lizard funeral. Like if you weren't there for Schwartz's lizard dog passing away, if you weren't there in the, the boonies, when this show was like stuck in the muck and the mire, why are you here now? You know, why are you like Nick Vile? Now you're into it. And by the way, Nick, I think, you know, I, I don't like from the notes I get about Nick, it seems like he does a really decent job. But I think sometimes you want the person that is the overall fan. You want to hear from Danny or the Crappens guys. There's so many people that you're like, these people are hardcore fans. I want to hear some of these people with hardcore fans that are like, dude, what about in season two when you said this and when you said this? So sometimes when it's given to the, I understand the frustration. Um, but I think Danny is to me, one of those people, he's one of the top he's up there. If not past to me, like Nick vile. Um, but I understand that, you know, come like, this is our turf, man. This is our turf. We do it better. Right. So, uh, but of course, caller daddy is going to get this, you know, and I, I think that is the obvious choice for Ariana to do. And I think now, as this, you know, progresses, you're going to see Ariana or hear Ariana on Danny's. You'll hear her eventually down the line, I'm sure, on here at some point. Um, and, and we'll probably, it'll be fun to get it from the people that actually know everything, to be able to share on the, the shock and the horror of this whole thing. The one thing I keep thinking about with any of these people is it's so exciting for us to talk to them, but we're basically asking them once again to relive their pain. We're once again asking like, well, what was it like to be divorced or what was it like to be there? And there's only so many times you want to go to the well with that. And that's why I understand when some of these cast members do go to the well, they want to go to the place that you're going to hear it the most. And that's why it's really important to support all of these podcasts, myself, all of them. So these people know this is the place to go. Like, listen, you guys. We fucking hit like past top. Tw- I think we hit like 15. Like, like I mean, th- that's crazy. Can you believe that? I think when it started, we weren't even charting. Are you kidding me to be up there with the big guys? Like you guys did that for me. You guys did that for me. So Alexander Cooper gives an overview of the scandal because I guess, I don't know who's tuning in. That's never like, I'm just a big Alexander Cooper fan. She probably has tons of those. She's also obviously very successful. Um, But Ariana is talking about, let's see, like they started off with the, uh, the night they found out, uh, she found out about the the affair. We've seen, we've heard about this the whole time, about the phone. They had each other's passcodes. And she found the video on the camera roll and uh, went immediately up to him and asked if she wanted to go out and smoke a cigarette. He's like, yeah, dude, let's smoke. And she confronted him behind Tom Tom. Now, of course, in Vanderpump mythology, you would have much rather her confronted Tom in the Sir Alley. I would have been like, Tom, do you want to go to the Sir Alley and smoke a cigarette? Wouldn't that have just been beautiful? Just a real time of just like the horrors. But I guess let's 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 baptize the Tom Tom uh, alleyway. Which, by the way, I got to tell you, I'm embarrassed. I've never been in the Tom Tom alleyway. I don't even know what the behind Tom Tom looks like. I thought it was like a parking structure of some sort. Anyways, she lets him know this. Now, Alex, Ariana wouldn't tell us exactly, but Alex, you know, it's them like whacking off on FaceTime. The only thing that's really disgusting now is that we know Tom did this over at Schwartz's place. 
And if we thought Schwartz's place couldn't get any dirtier, we now know it is just a haven for masturbation and loose lady razors and like earrings. There's just like weird shit on the floor. Uh, there's money like with magnets up on the fridge. It is a very wild, weird place. And he still probably hasn't put away his clothes. I'm not a clean man myself, but like when I watch this, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta get better. I got to. Um, Ariana knew right away that it wasn't a one-off thing. Um, by the way, I wanted to thank uh, Amy Field, Meditza Lopez, Sandra Fryer, Marissa. Um, they have given me, uh, compiled all of these notes. So thank you, ladies. These uh, They really are so good at um, giving me all of the Vanderpump Rules information because I'm always just throw it in this folder, throw it in this folder, like give me all the news. Uh, Tom wanted him to get in the car right away after the confrontation because he was concerned with people finding out, which is very interesting. Now, when somebody is you know, having that big of a lie in them for their first thought to be, let's keep up appearances means that they're very comfortable with that lie is that they're not worried necessarily about Ariana. He's worried about removing the situation, the situation being Ariana. Now, Ariana called Raquel in the car and asked her straight up. And that's when Raquel said it was after the girl's trip. Um, and you know, after her dog died, she was hysterical. And Sheena of course was on the other end and Sheena then called Ariana was like, dude, I just throw her phone, throw her phone in the gutter. And um, Ariana and Sheena then are on the phone in the car while Sandoval is on the phone with Raquel in the same car. Now, this was an Uber driver. And a Alexandra says this, I'm like, we got to get a hold of that Uber driver. But I'm serious. We got to get a hold of that Uber driver. That Uber driver is sitting on. Could you and can you imagine you guys? Do you ever take those Ubers where sometimes they'll have the cameras in there? Oh my God. And if that was true, we would have had it in the, the, the episode, but could you fucking imagine? And like, did Tom like rate that Uber five stars? Like, was there a tip thrown on there? I need everything about the Uber driver. Cause she says they even stopped with the Uber driver because needed to go get cigarettes. And Ariana was like, Hey, pretty crazy. You hearing all this? And the Uber driver was like, dude, that's crazy, bro. It'd be great if the Uber driver was the guy that works for TMZ of like, Okay, okay, Ariana. Oh, uh, that was crazy. Okay, okay. What do you think Tom meant when he was walking off his horses? Okay, okay. Um, I just thought for the people that are listening to this for the first time, I'm sorry. You'll get used to it. Um, so he was dismissive and defiant about everything, and Ariana said, you know, it, it was just a big screaming war. And Ariana made sure to text everyone so people knew her side. Very smart move to let everybody know. Now, Wednesday night, this all happened. So Wednesday night to Friday morning were the events of what happened to the cameras starting at the house. Because cameras, which I found fascinating, I wasn't fully aware of this, that they, you know, they were, they had stopped filming in September. So they, uh, they borrowed a crew from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Isn't that amazing? Real Housewives of Beverly Hills are used to being like, I'm Aga Jane. I'm at my pool house. I got guys. I'm fucking, yeah. And the Beverly Hills crew is now over to the Vanderpump Rules crew. And I wonder if the Beverly Hills crew was like, holy shit. We're not used to people this being this real. Like we're used to Erica Jane saying like she like whack, you know, she's she's hooking up with tons of dudes. We're not seeing you know, we're used to Lisa Rinna just screaming weirdly and Sutton being like, I say, I say, I'm very rich. We're going to Sutton Concepts where I sell stuff. I say, I say. And now they're like all of a sudden like documenting the fall of a nine-year relationship. I need to talk to the crew members as well. So um, 
Ariana said her sense of reality was gone between those events because, you know, it was her partner of nine years and her best friend. Um, they talked about what uh, she dug about Tom. Uh, also that, you know, Tom complained about the frequency of sex, but wasn't good about using his words, which we've talked about many times here. And we saw that in the reunion and, uh, you know, with what he wanted and if it was just sex or sex with Ariana herself, because there's a big difference. There's like a huge gulf in there of like, did he just want sex like porn sex? He's made a lot of references to whacking off in the bathroom. Like he would do that with his iPad. So sometimes, you know, uh, listen, I've, I've looked at pornography. Don't tell my mom, please don't get me in trouble. You guys, I've looked at it before. It's pretty cool. No, but like you, you don't want to get too used to that because, you know, sometimes actual sex, you know, it's, it's not like porn sex. I had to break it there, everybody. And you, I know this sounds silly to some people, but you do want that. There is an act of being in love with somebody. It's called making love. <laughs> this is so dorky. <laughs> it's true though. There's like some, you look into each other's eyes. <laughs> Anywho. But Ariana was like, do you want to make love with me or do you just want to make love? And it I think the answer was he just wanted to like have sex. Tom would joke about things like nice outfit when she was naked. And she was like, I get the joke, but can you compliment me other times? So he was that typical guy of like, did the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> um, so uh, Alex asked if the sex life issue was Ariana's fault. She said that between her own therapy, along with couples therapy, which we finally got confirmation, the couples therapy did happen. Cause I was confused after the finale, the couples therapist sat across from them and said it was a Tom problem. Um, and to not have Ariana think that she's just not enough. So this couples therapist too, I wonder if it was Tom's actual therapist, cause that would be very unfair. But if the couples therapist was Tom's therapist knew Tom already wanted to break up with her. So that would be really such a conflict of interest, especially when they're talking about Ariana's, um, you know, a, you know, being attractive, being attracted to, uh, that could really fuck with somebody. Um, she thought it was just a phase that he liked to go out, but this is a very long phase. He'd like to stay out all the time. Um, she does say to Alex, like he, Hey, I didn't lose him. He lost me. Uh, she was caught up in what he told her and she's a smart girl, but it took him from what he's, I don't know what that means. Uh, is he a pathological logical liar? And she says in the last seven months, yes. But in the last nine years, she said she didn't know because if that were to be true, it makes the last nine years a lie. And she doesn't know, you know, that would actually, you know, that would be very upsetting to think the last nine years were a whole lie. The couple's therapy started after the affair started, which is just insane because then they're not talking honestly in couple's therapy. The reason why they're there, Tom knows the secret. Tom could fill in the information and he knows. Um, Sandoval would say to Ariana, we went to couple's therapy and it's getting better, which we found out on the reunion too, that even like, it's like, yeah, you know, even Sheena was like, yeah, I talked to Ariana. Things were like really good. They were like hooking up. Um, she says one session, it felt like the relationship was ending during it. And then the therapist asked about it and Tom said, no, it's not ending, which is wild. So Tom had opportunities to get out and he was hedging. And I want to know more about that because if that's true, and unless he was just being a pussy, that means he was like, oh no, maybe Raquel, maybe Ariana. So I would like to know more about the conflicted feeling and if that was self-serving or if he was truly like, I think like if he was truly like I could stay with either one of them. 
Um, she just said he liked to stay out all the time for no reason. Uh, always be going over to Schwartz's. Um, she tried to be present and go out more. She worked through a sense of perfectionism from childhood and she had always struggled with that. Um, she says, I don't have to be home tap dancing on shrooms, hang gliding. I can just be enough because that's the thing too. I guess what we hope for best case scenario with our partners is that they are enough. No matter what we don't need to be literally fucking in a jacuzzi high off our ass on mushrooms for it to be a memorable relationship. Um, she thought the bones were good of their relationship and the potential was good. So she wanted that. Um, and she also thought it was normal for a nine year relationship to have problems. Tom was jealous of Ariana being close to Logan, who I just talked about at the Canes. Um, the separate lives comment is not true because they had different ventures, but they were together a lot. And she said their camera roll proves it. And that's what I told you guys too, is that I like, I was like, yeah, I mean, like, I know she likes to stay home a lot and he goes out, but dude, they were out a lot together. I mean, I saw them a decent amount and they were always together. Like, I mean, but it seemed like he liked to go out on top of them going out. When Ariana was grieving her grandmother in Charlotte, he was there for her after Charlotte and even talks about this story of like just them chilling out watching Love Actually, which was her favorite movie her comfort movie, which has some pretty dark scenes in it as well. And actually has a scene with Alan Rickman and um, uh, gosh, why am I, how am I, Emma, Emma Thompson about cheating, which is a very sad, dark scene. And I'm just thinking like, damn, dude, did Tom watch that entire movie? And then the next night, literally fuck Raquel. Like, do you think about that? That scene in love actually, but said he stayed with her, but also they were filming during that time. And she also knew that he had to go out film. She didn't feel like filming. So, you know, he did. Um, so uh, when Ariana went home to be with her mom when her grandma died, she said she knew Raquel had stayed that night already because Tom, Raquel, and Schwartz FaceTimed her the next morning after she stayed the night, which is so fucked up. Imagine like Tom cheating. Her grandma died. And then they all call Ariana FaceTiming. Like that's the shit that's got to haunt you. That's the shit that doesn't go away because there's an image along with the betrayal. Tom's claims about trying to break up with her. She said there were two scenes. One made it to air and the other didn't about him trying to break up with her. Give me that other scene, Vanderpump secrets revealed Valentine's day. He took her to Schwartz and Sandy's. That's the place where you take all your special people. You, she got her flowers and took out a bottle of wine from their first trip together. And she had says they had sex in January multiple times. Stop it, Ariana. I don't want to know this dirty stuff. Valentine's Day, they had a special moment at the bar. Raquel and her friends showed up, which is dark because their relationship was in full bloom. So Raquel was like taunt, like giving, ooh, just think about that. They went home and were kissing. He mentioned hours later about having a midlife crisis. So they were making out a little bit and then mentioned having a midlife crisis, which she says is totally normal. She said to him, and this is the thing that he got completely wrong in Howie Mandel, she said if they break up, she would probably quit the show, deactivate social media, leave L.A., and he found it offensive, and she never meant she was going to kill herself, but she meant this lifestyle is over for her, and she never meant kill herself. Now, I don't know if Tom, you know, Tom says to Howie, like, she threatened to kill herself. It's like, no. She also said she had a dream of moving to, like, the south of France. She's had that since she was a little girl. Um, Ariana said Tom knew she did not mean she was going to kill herself. And uh, what she actually meant. And then they still kept hanging out after that. So it looks like that was just 
a conversation that kind of came and went. Ariana had gotten a DM from a girl in San Diego in the past that their friend hooked up with Tom years ago, and he denied it. And the situation he acknowledged, but she's 99.9% sure she knows who it is. She doesn't know how many girls he's cheated with total. Um, but, you know, you got to imagine there is a pattern of cheating. I want to re read you an email after this from a girl that sent me an email who had hooked up with Tom pre-Ariana. Um, and uh, But he was with Dodie at the time. And she wrote me a long email. Like, listen, you got you to always take that with a grain of salt. Obviously, this is something that Sandoval would deny. But I think it's interesting, if true, because it does set up this very interesting pattern of behavior that he was comfortable with cheating. And then, it, you know, girls were just, uh, if girls were offering or open to it, it's right there. It seems like he's also comfortable with telling girls that they're liars. Miami girl's in his face and she's like, he's like, you're a fucking liar, dude. I still think about Miami girl. I don't want to talk to her or anything because I, you know, it's weird to put that on TV to begin with, but it is weird to be called a liar on national television. And she has had to, um, she's had to carry not the shame of being Miami girl, but it is gotta be like, that's on national television. Now she is kind of, she's able to be like, see, told you I wasn't lying. She also brings up Tom bringing Raquel home to St. Louis, his hometown more than once while they were dating. His family knew about this and, uh, and he was like putting her up in a hotel in St. Louis. And he was also like borrowing friends, credit cards and paying them back through Venmo. Um, I believe I, <laughs> it is Venmo is private, but I believe I follow his Venmo and I'm not going to do that. I mean, that's a betrayal. But um, one of my, the people that I was talking to yesterday said, you need to go through it. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it, but it is interesting and potentially like, what if, is it Schwartz's credit cards? I got to remember to ask. Uh, yeah. Um, but also just the thing about that, cause that's, you know, she knew all that family too. She knew him very well. And he was like fully in another relationship, bringing like her, showing her off. I mean, you saw that one photo of them at Christmas time around that time, like at that statue. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That was in TMZ. I think his friends sold it. Uh, who knows? But damn, ah, that's dark. Uh, she doesn't think anything happened with Billy Lee. She says she knows it sounds stupid, but she talked about it with Billy and she believes her. I don't know. You don't know. She says she was subconsciously turning a blind eye because she would bring things up and she would be shot down by him. And she questioned how much she, you know, would be a questioning her partner with no straight proof, which is a, a way I would imagine, you know, that's where gaslighting and stuff like that, you know, you, you know, these, you know, Tom made her feel crazy potentially. And it's like, so why keep questioning it? He's going to deny it. Uh, he always said where he was going to be or where he should be from the iPad. They, you know, so she was able to track his location from the iPad, but the messages would not sync from the iPad. So she didn't have the messages. She would just have his location uh, in regards to Schwartz. Uh, Schwartz should just be pussy ass bitch. No, she thinks a lot happened there at Schwartz's, especially because the recorded FaceTime happened there. He knew a lot more on. He knew a lot more than he let on. She thinks I definitely agree with that. Ariana said he will have to be the one who ends it uh, in regards to Sandoval because she is committed and she was open to it, but he had to commit in the ending uh, to the, to the ending. She's talking about Sandoval and the breaking up. She brings up how she used to have suicidal. I did ideation. I idea. She used to, I don't know. Suicidal idolation. Sorry. Um, and how awful it is for him to bring it up like that. Yeah. It's like when you weaponize these things against people, it, it's wild because it's already such a sensitive topic to admit these things. 
and to work past them and then to use it against somebody of like, well, they're damaged and that's why we can't. And it's like, no, these people are stronger than, you know, I mean, we all know Ariana is stronger than Tom at this point. Um, and if she did, if he really was worried about that, like Sheena said, why wouldn't she call her family? Uh, she wanted to change her life dramatically. If she was ending the relationship, uh, the open relation relationship rumors, uh, Ariana believes that came from Tom. I believe that too. I think he was putting that out there to, uh, hook up with Raquel or maybe to gain Raquel's trust, even though I think Raquel's a snake as well, but I'm sure he said that to probably a couple women. There was a lot of, he said, she said about their open relationship with Tom and Raquel. And eventually Raquel said she'd rather hook up with Ariana than Tom because it would be hot from Ariana's assumption. Like this was happened at a bar. Um, and somebody was asking Raquel about it. Alex brings up Katie saying Ariana doesn't care, but she doesn't want Tom to talk about it and look dumb. And Ariana said, well, listen, Katie and Lala, they weren't in her inner circle in the last few years to really know. And that's true too. And it's not a slam on Lala or Katie. It's just that there was a group of people that hung out all the time and Katie and Lala were a part of that. They have their own groups, but when they come together, they form the, uh, the Avengers. Uh, has he tainted her view of relationships? And she says she's still fully not, you know, she isn't looking at her relationship with nostalgia because of the circumstances, but she's not fully there yet to say it's fully tainted. Um, she misses the inside jokes, the stupid, comfortable stuff that you have with your partner. And it seems like that's like part of the fucked up thing is that they were still having those, you know, right up to the end. Like he was still like, what's up, babe? You know, like still being that kind of like jokey guy. Um, these are some random things. This is a great piece of information. Ariana, Ariana says, Graham, uh, the dog with the puncture wound, Raquel and DJ James Kennedy's dog is a terror and has bit her when they invite him over. Not a well-trained dog. Ariana says she blamed it on Raquel blamed it on puppy training with James. I'm like it's James's fault. Uh, I love the thought of Graham being just a gnarly vampire dog. I do. Graham's like, fuck, somebody give me a puncture root. Of course I'm going to bite the shit out of people. But Graham, you'll find this out. Graham is going to be on the third part of the reunion, so he's going to speak for himself. <laughs> but it is just can think about it with Graham, like, attack dog. Of course, Raquel has a very angry dog. Also, would you be would you be super chill if you had to watch Raquel and Sandoval bone all the time? He'd literally be like, "Get me the fuck out of here! I'm going to bite somebody." Um, she would get noise complaints from neighbors because she had to go to bed but failed pageant queens don't and didn't have to get up to fuck her boyfriend in the morning. Wait, what? She would get noise complaints from neighbors because she had to go to bed, but failed pageant queens don't. Oh, and didn't have to get up to fuck her boyfriend in the morning. I think that's something, sorry, it's probably pretty obvious for you guys, but I think it's something that Raquel being a failed pageant queen, not having to go to bed. She would get noise complaints from neighbors because she had to go to bed. I don't know what that necessarily means. Ariana, and I listened to it, and I don't know remember that, but Ariana confirms, yeah, this is the part that I said earlier. He left her bed to fuck Raquel in the guest bed and then returned to Ariana in bed after. Now, there's a lot of things that are extremely dark about this story, that being one of the biggest ones. I mean, that's horrifying. That's really fucking gross. Um, her description of Raquel, she says, very lost, empty, says she doesn't truly know her. She could be so, uh, a sociopath. Uh, Ariana tried to tell her it's okay to make mistakes. And it's like, not this big, Raquel. You don't do that. 
uh, filming after Tom left to go film with Raquel on the season finale, Ariana had friends at her house to watch TV and keep her company. And he came home and screamed at them, which we heard from Janet Elizabeth earlier. She was there saying like, you're having a party. Don't drink my liquor after Tom. Uh, so that's crazy. And it was only 9 PM. Chris and Dodie and a friend told him that it would be good for him to leave. So he left and then came back and seemed, um, you know, and there was like paparazzi outside. She knew Ariana and Tom loved each other before seeing the scene in her apartment, but she believes Tom misses her. She knew Ariana and Tom. I think she knew Raquel and Tom loved each other before seeing the scene in her apartment, but she believes Tom misses her. That's what it meant. The last two months he's made questionable decisions. She usually would have helped him with, which I think is another interesting aspect of Ariana was a sounding board and he doesn't have that. So he is potentially making worse decisions um, starting with Howie Mandel. <laughs> uh, Raquel's apology was, I don't know what to say, but, and there was nothing was genuine with the two of them. Um, and the, uh, Ariana thinks it was, uh, sorry, these notes are a little bit out of order here. Um, Schwartz covering his mouth with the first watch what happens live at the beginning of the season. It was because Raquel was back in Tom Sandoval's hotel room in New York. I, I told this was like a big revelation on Caller Daddy. But if you're a proud listener of So Bad It's Good, I said this to you guys like a month and a half ago. And this is like, if you guys ever hear anything crazy, just put it up on Reddit. Say So Bad It's Good said this today and see if it takes off. Because I had that information a month and a half ago and nobody, I nobody ran with it. And I'm so bad at screaming my own name out there. Like, put me on this. It's like. I guess I have to start doing that because I was like, I had this information and people were freaking out about it. Uh, Alexander Cooper, Alexander Cooper, the host said that Tom's band sucks. <laughs> she also doesn't know if there's a night where Tom had sex with Ariana and Raquel, which I'm sure now keeps Ariana up at night, which I said in the first part, I don't think that dude was wearing condoms and that scares me. Ariana felt like there was a wall built between her and him going into the reunion she almost needed a translator because he, he he almost needed a translator because he didn't make sense talking to his friends most of the time. Listening to Raquel was painful, not because she hurt Ariana's feelings, but she seemed not connected with the moment or reality at all. That's why I keep saying I think we're going to be disappointed. That's why it's so great we had the Raquel fan cam at this because it was a great way to include her just based off her reactions. Because I'm telling you, when this girl opens her mouth, there is nothing there. So don't expect anything. We're going to be disappointed. I'm telling you. Ariana was angry and sad during the reunion, but overall grateful for her friends. I mean, people really rallied around this girl. Uh, Ariana didn't want to look at Lisa or Andy during the reunion. Um, also with the all the emotions going on. Ariana basically said Tom made it really easy to make people hate him and to make her hate him and that it's fully done. That's what I was saying earlier of like uh, a couple weeks ago. When you do something this gross, you really do your partner a favor. You break it for them because it's easy to like keep loving somebody for a long time. Not to say that Ariana doesn't love aspects of Tom, but when you do something this heinous towards your partner, you make it real quick for them to like, just like it breaks it. You break that bone and you can't reset it. So all of a sudden it's like this magic spell is worn off and you're like, Ooh, who the fuck is this? Uh, the reunion rumor thing, which we keep hearing about Ariana doesn't think Raquel is pregnant. We actually got a statement saying Ariana isn't uh, Raquel isn't pregnant, pregnant. The affair started during the James and Raquel era. She says, maybe Lisa knew the whole time. Ariana doesn't think that's it. Raquel and Brock, Ari, Ariana thinks no way. 
but like, who knows? Like we always say, so this was, uh, the Alexandra Cooper, uh, interview, call her daddy, go listen to it if you must. But I think those are the highlights, but it's great to see and hear Ariana say this stuff for herself, but it's just wild, right? It just really, really, some of it's unfathomable. And I think like I keep saying, Raquel's that question mark. I just can't necessarily, my friend, Jamie Stein, who's an empath would say drop into, and I don't mean drop into, I just keep trying to think of all these different angles. And for, for Raquel, it is just blank space, you know? Like I just remember even before this, Raquel made a comment on one of my Instagrams along, like right before it. And, and I was like, Raquel, because she said something like funny. And I was like, Raquel. And I was like, oh, it made me laugh. And I'm just like, you were like fucking Tom during that. Um, okay. So let's talk about some never before seen clips. They always add footage to the never before seen stuff. And the finale was no exception. So let's uh, let's hear a little bit of these clips of things that we potentially missed last week. I think that's fun to do and fun to talk about. I mean, there is so much footage on the cutting room floor. I'm telling you guys, we would have a field day with it. And I think they underestimate how much i mean i know they want to present it in this beautiful package but i'm like shit just throw it in the trash can and let me watch it are you kidding i don't need it to be fancy you guys i just need it give it to daddy okay i don't ever want to say give it to daddy again that was horrible my goodness okay this is one never before seen this is the fight between ariana and tom the first scene of the finale and you know how hard i defended you you guys together at the abbey and I wasn't invited out that night. Why? Ariana. Because you knew you wanted to f- huh? No. And you know how hard I f- defended you? Okay. So it's a quick clip, but it's what she said. of like, I always defended that dude. And he didn't invite her out to the Abbey that night because he probably did know he wanted to like, and this is where the lies on top of the lies is that Sandoval is like still trying to protect his ego when it's like, it's over, dude. Knock it off. You have not, you do not, you cannot protect yourself anymore. Now, this is super horrifying. This is super horrifying. This is Sandoval over at Rocky Raquel's Galaxy Light um, Studio apartment. And you would think, his life's falling apart. This is what he's concerned about. Get this. I just went by my house and it's like my driveway is like all blocked off. Why? Because so many people are visiting Ariana? Yeah. That's good that she has support. But I was also like kind of annoyed because I was never allowed to have parties in our house. She like fought with me on like having people over on my birthday. Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. 
So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Oh my God, this Ariana is a monster. I love, this is all, he's like, and he shows her, he videotaped it. Janet was talking about it in the beginning. He was like, she was like, dude, we were at a funeral. He's like, I wasn't. I wasn't able to have parties. That's one of the reasons I cheated on her, dude. But like, imagine that Raquel's like, I can't remember. Raquel's like, you're a fucking idiot. But even Raquel's like, I'm glad you asked people. And Tom's like, I'm kind of annoyed too, man. Like, I look like a pretty sweet party. A lot of cars, paparazzi. You know, I heard music. They're making onion soup. Sounds pretty cool. So that was horrifying. And then here is Sheena, a never before seen scene. I'm just saying I felt that way about you back then and it caused a rift between her and I the conversation I had with her mom about you and how selfish you were and how you always put yourself before her you texted Ariana's mom always looks out for himself first you do he has this attitude and he's better than everything I stand by everything I said so this this gets you back with the 2015 scene with uh Shay um, her her ex husband and Sheena. I forgot about that when Sheena texted uh, Ariana's mom and said that Tom was selfish and looked out for himself first. And you used to laugh at those scenes, and now you look back and you're like, dude, kind of dead on. But Sheena is reminding him of this. It is interesting. It is it is interesting when you have the opportunity for growth and you don't take it. I, I mean, I've done that myself. I'm sure you guys have had moments that you've done that as well, but it's sad, right? Cause it's like, man, that's 2015. That's five, six, carry the one. What is that? Like 30 years ago? And nothing, nothing. Hmm. It really bums me. So, ah, man. Okay. So that was the never before seen scenes. We did that cross that off the list. How are you guys doing? I didn't even get to ask you. I asked you in the first part, but I hope you're hanging in there. 
Isn't this fun? Right. We're three weeks away from finishing up. We couldn't come. It couldn't come quick enough. Okay. So I wanted you, I wanted to read you that email that I received um, from uh, a listener. And um, okay. So this person emailed me and I, I meant to read this the last couple of weeks, but then I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I would kind of forget. And also, like I said, like I do not, I've not, I can't verify this. I think this person is telling the truth. She seems really nice. Um, she just said, Hey, I listened to your most recent show and you asked for anyone who slept with him at one of his shows to email you. And she said, I have not, but I did sleep with him while we both had significant others. Let me know if you would like the story. This is pre Vanderpump rules. And I was like, yeah, let me know. So she lets me know. And I want to make sure I get this right. And I don't want to use her name or anything like that, but she seems really nice. So I wanted to, to put this out here. She says, okay, I met him in Miami at club bed about 18 years ago. God, just the fact that there's a club bed, that sounds like Paige DeSorbo's dream club. Um, I met him 18 years ago when I believe he was living there. Remember, he lived there with Jax. I was living in New York at the time, but I visited Miami often. Jax was probably with him, but I don't remember him. Me and my sister partied with him and his friends at Club Bed. I vaguely remember champagne bottle popping and spraying. We both thought Tom was hot, but my sister thought so more. We then went to Shore Club with them, and I have a vivid memory of Sandy singing Say It Ain't So at karaoke. Now, Say It Ain't So is a Weezer song, and... I will say Say Ain't So is, I believe, a Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras song. And I've actually heard Tom sing that at karaoke before as well. So that would be in his repertoire. And it does line up in that that Weezer album is like 25 years old. For whatever reason, neither of us hooked up with him that night. I love that for whatever reason, when neither of us hooked up that night. Fast forward to maybe a year later, my sister and I moved to L.A., I was in the throes of my alcoholism. She makes a brave, you know, a very, you know, a brave admission. She also says I'm 17 years sober now, which is fucking amazing. Congratulations. And on one of the most chaotic drunk and Coke fueled nights, I ended up going to a party with random strangers. I don't know whose house it was or even what part of town I was so drunk. I had left my car ironically just down the street from sir where all bad things happen. I vaguely remember seeing Sandoval there and going up to him and asking if he remembered me and my sister from Miami. He said yes, and we continued talking, but again, my memory is fuzzy because I was really fucked up. I remember Katie from The Challenge being there too, the the TV show The Challenge. At some point, I told Sandoval my sister thinks he's hot, and can I bring him home to our place for her? And he was like, he was like, sure, yeah, dude. And we went to my place with a friend of his. I don't think it was anyone on the show because I don't remember finding him attractive. Wait, are you saying that everybody on the show is attractive? Oh, my goodness. When we got home, my sister wasn't there. And I said to him, oh, well, I can't let you go to waste and proceeded to take him upstairs. This all of a sudden seems like it's like a sexy story. I can't let you go to waste. Um, His friend waited downstairs while we were up there. I had a boyfriend at the time and I told him and he told me casually that he had a girlfriend. (sighs) I think we used a condom because of that, she questions. 
It was small, yes, as Miami Girl said, and it didn't last long, and he wasn't very passionate. He gave me his number, which I gave to my sister. I'm not sure why, and she has since deleted it. Then years later, I remember seeing him on a Bravo ad for a new show called Vanderpump Rules, and I was like, hey, it's Tom Sandoval. That's the only reason I started watching the show. I haven't talked to him since, even though I've been to Sir and Tom Tom, but this whole thing is a trip for me because almost 20 years later, I've changed a lot, and it seems like he hasn't. I'm curious who his girlfriend was at the time because I don't think it was Dodie. Anyway, now I'm completely obsessed with Scandaball. So this is all really meta for me. Um, and she mentioned the sliding doors reference I had made um, a long time ago on the show. Because I always think the sliding doors are, are fascinating. Like, you know, if DJ James Kennedy hadn't have like got in Sandoval's face of like, yo, shut up, old man. You know, and Tom would have given us a performance of all performances in that finale when he started crying. But listen, I thank you so much for the email. I was waiting for the right time to read it. And I didn't know, you know, listen, I can't confirm this, but I, I do. She, she, you know, the interactions I've had with her have been really nice. And I, uh, but the thing is, I, I thought this it very powerful, that line at the end. You know, it's a trip for me because almost 20 years later, I've changed a lot and it seems like he hasn't. And I think that's just the one, the one of the lines that really sticks out, out there for me, because obviously this, this, you know, this girl has lived a life and, you know, I mean, 17 years sober, my goodness, but also that if it was that easy for him to even cheat back then, and he just still has this pattern of behavior, um, Sure. You know, I'm, am I happy to hear that he's small? Yeah, of course. How dare he be big? I would be livid if Tom had a huge hog be like, dude, he is packing. I'd be like, no, but that, uh, I wanted to read that to you guys. Take that for what it's worth. I thought it was interesting. I, uh, I hope you guys did as well. Um, okay. Let's see here. Moving right along as the Muppets say, uh, what else do we got here? Oh, Lee Schreiber. I forgot to say this in last week's episode. Lee Schreiber, he did that little thing when uh, the New York Times did the article on Ariana Maddox. And he's like, is this, this is news? And I was just like, don't shit on other people, dude. Like, you know, he's a well-respected actor, but it's like, come on, man. Leave, let people like what they like. That is like one of the recurring themes of this show is be proud of the shit you like. Life is hard. And yeah, this shit is news. Leave Liev Schreiber. Get over it. And you'll want to promote your movies right and left. So stop. Um, okay. Season. Okay. I read that. Read that. Okay. Let's get on to the theories and revelations here. Now we have this thing. Like I said, Alex Baskin, the executive producer says that there is something in terms of signing on for season 11 for the cast is that they're waiting. They said, before you sign contracts or contracts go out, we want you to see all episodes of the reunion before you decide if you want to come back, which sounds highly cryptic. And, you know, a lot of people ran with it and thought that's what the pregnancy was, but we don't think it's that we've, that says no, unless we're just going to lie about that. And Raquel's going to have a baby somewhere. And like 18 years later, we're going to have some kid doing a bad karaoke act. And we know it's Tom Sandoval's kid. Um, so what else could be, what else could it be? What else could be so shocking that this cast would be like, you know what? I do not want to sign up for season 11. 
A lot of rumors floating out there. This was an interesting one I read is that uh, Lisa Vanderpump is going to say that she is selling Sir and Tom Tom potentially. And maybe she's just going to put up shop in Vegas, which um, I don't think that would end Vanderpump rules, though. I mean, we could go, we could do something about her. We could do that. Also, I do want to say if you notice in that earlier interview with Janet, that really quick bit, she said she does not think Jackson Brittany will come back to Vanderpump rules, but they will be back on TV. So is there a possibility that Vanderpump rules kind of shifts away and that there's going to be a new iteration of the show and they can decide which one show they want to go to old Vanderpump rules or new Vanderpump rules. You know what I'm saying? There's something in there. I keep thinking about that thing. Janet said of like, I don't think Jinx and Brittany are coming back, but they, and, and by the way, Janet would Janet hangs out with them all the time. I know like they're, you know, I think she talks to Brittany every day. So if they're not coming back to Vanderpump rules, but they're coming back to TV, I think it would be in that family. So what does that mean? Exactly. There might be some information in that thought. My thought was that this relationship has been going on for much longer. Now I made an Instagram post today where I said, we need a calendar. We need an over like we just need a full calendar that we can all post to and get these dates straight the future finale episodes we should just have an on-screen calendar of the lies and the actual truth so this is what we got so far feel free to add along uh, add alone add anything at home if you want to and let me know so in december tom tell well schwartz says to andy that uh well, Tom says he told Schwartz in mid-January or late January, but Schwartz tells us in the reunion that he was told in August. Now, August also had Goy's Night, and it also had Sheena's Wedding, right? Then if you go back to April, that was Coachella, right? Okay, so April, and then they're shooting August, September. They end shooting around September. Then you have Life is Beautiful Festival, I believe, right at the end of September, right? And that was like the last week of filming. Then it was Life is Beautiful. But if you look at that April 2022, I'm now thinking with that piece of information from Sheena, the never before seen footage, that, that this relationship potentially has been going on a lot longer than August. And I guess that would only be four months right there. But then we got to go back to DJ James Kennedy and Richella. So when did Richella happen? And was the relationship going on all the way back then? But then once again, even though all of this information has been put out there, Sheena, I mean, Sheena tells Ariana this information. Would this really make any of them not want to sign up? What would do it? There's also the rumor or not the rumor. There's also like a question of like, well, maybe, you know, and God, really, God forbid, if this happened, this would just be game over. Is that what if Raquel self-harmed herself? Um, but then you, she sent in lightning postcards. So I, I don't think that's necessarily it either. And it seems like, even though I wish they had maybe had a firmer hand at this point in Raquel's upbringing, her parents seem to be very concerned and potentially won't let her do the show. In fact, I think Sheena and Brock did an Australian radio show today where she said that she doesn't think Raquel will come back and that her family will say no, go on that. So that's another interesting piece of information. What do you guys think, though? What could be so horrific? I think Lisa knowing, it wouldn't shock, it wouldn't shock me. I also don't know how much I would care. Um, I just don't think I would care. 
you know, I don't really think a lot of Lisa. I think she puts, a, I mean, I, I think Lisa's iconic in, in so many ways, but in regards to these kids, I don't think she truly, these adult kids, I don't think she really, you know, looks out for them in the ways that, she, I mean, you know, she didn't even properly train Sandoval and Schwartz to, to, to run Tom, Tom. Are you kidding me? Also, Sandra put a question in the notes goes, why does Tom have an assistant? Sandra, that's an easy question. Those pins and batteries aren't going to stock themselves, girl. What are you talking about? Uh, Demois had a post today with some new information, but this is not really information. For Tom had the audacity to dress up as Raquel for Halloween. They show photos, and it's so diabolical. Uh, we already all knew that. Also says Rachel admits that uh, well, we've all been guessing that the lightning necklace is in fact to match Tom's. I don't even think that was a guess. I thought we all kind of that was anyway. And then Andy asked Tom if he slept with anyone else after Raquel and Tom admits to still sleeping with Ariana and mocks their sex life saying it was so hot. She kept her shirt on. I certainly hope that is not true. Uh, listen, I keep, like I said, when I, uh, when I make love, I keep a burka on. I will never, I'm a never nude period. But these were the spoilers. Also, I can't, do you guys ever, I dream Vanderpump Rules now and I dream Instagram and I, I don't know if this is a dream or real, but I swear to God, I opened up a DM that said somebody had 10 minutes of this, the, the third episode of the reunion. And that must've been a dream. Cause what a weird dream. Like, cause also I'm like, well, where is, I don't know, but I swear to God, if that is real, if anybody listening did send me that DM, please send it to me. I, I don't know where. It probably was just a dream. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Now, Charlie Burnett did the Nick Vile podcast. This one hurt because I thought I was very close to getting Charlie. But Charlie, I want her to have the most ears on her possible. And she talked a lot about, we did an interview a long time ago. And a lot of this stuff was already in this. Uh, it talks about her getting on, sir. Um. It talks about uh, meeting people for the first time at Ariana's birthday party. Sheena wasn't there. Ariana and Lala actually said hi to Charlie and gave her more than 10, 10 seconds. Were nice to her. Um, she found out actually what was told to people about her character, which was young, hot girl to come and take everyone's man. And I think this is where season um, season eight really uh, failed in terms of Vanderpump rules is because they tried to do these castings. that wasn't natural, like young hot girl to come and take everyone's man. That's dumb as fuck. You guys, I'm sorry. It's not natural at all. The last time that worked would be Lala maybe. And I don't think they can reproduce that. She thinks that why people didn't like her at first. She thinks that's why people didn't like her at first, but with time and conversations, people started to like her more. I really like Charlie. I always have Nick said, Charlie seemed like a troublemaker this season. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> i'm not angry at all shut up nick charlie said she did enable raquel to have fun but um i just didn't know her fun was going to be inconvenienced to everyone's life i will say this one time i was at sir with my buddy jay a couple of years ago like it was during the pandemic still but they were open and i think it was a see you next tuesday night maybe i i and Charlie was our waitress and you know, I know Charlie a little bit and she would just talk with us. And I'm like, I just remember kept thinking you have tables right now. And she'd be like, Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> just thought it was awesome. Uh, before they went shopping, her and Raquel had a big disagreement on Raquel's birthday. Charlie started feeling weird feelings when Raquel was late to the sir tasting, which I think that's hysterical. Like that actually really did happen. She thought the show was getting to Raquel's head. That is going to be interesting to see somebody get like kind of taken away and swept away. Charlie, uh, you know, to her credit, 
she, like I always said, she really kept the show at bay. She's like, ah, I'm going to go to Hawaii with my boyfriend. I don't want to, you know, she was like, ah, she, she really always felt she could take it or leave it. In fact, I remember her saying one time she was like, literally, I make more money doing bottle service at the other club I work at. This was a while ago. Um, it's not like they pay these people a lot of money. Um, you know, not, not at Charlie's level, at least. Um, Charlie was actually supposed to go glamping with them, but a, a person broke into her new apartment, which is dark. She called Raquel and said she still wanted to come, but would be late. So she asked Raquel if she could wait for her. And Raquel was like, no, I got to be in Tom's car. Raquel was like, I can't wait for you. I can't wait for you, Charlie. I need to go with them. And after that, Charlie was like, fuck that bitch. Charlie felt like she had stuck by Raquel with all her dumb behavior, like the Schwartz situation, which she definitely didn't approve of. We saw that. And um, her with Raquel, uh, her Raquel, and here Raquel was not being there for Charlie. Uh, then when they went shopping, Charlie asked Raquel why she didn't wait up and why she had been, um, you know, why she was insisting on going with Tom. And uh, she also asked about the rumors about her being part of this open relationship. So Charlie did ask about this and Raquel looked at Charlie and said, I would never do that, Charlie. You know that. So she talked about how people thought Lala and Katie kept bringing up this rumor for camera time. And she talked about how there was a lot of mistrust this season. So maybe if her and Lala had a better relationship, she would have caught up quicker to what was going on. And now that mistrust is all towards Tom and Raquel. Charlie was so annoyed when she found out about what the necklace, the lightning necklace meant. And it was like, I was an accessory to murder on a crime. I didn't know about And My fingerprints are everywhere. And I'm the dumb bitch who was like, buy it. I think that's such a great line. Charlie is fucking funny. You guys, I, I think she's great. And also this Nick had uh, my favorite reporter, Kate Arthur, who did that amazing variety article. And I'm like, fuck someday, Nick, I'll come. I'm coming for you, but buddy, just got to get way better looking, but I'm coming for you. Kate, Arthur, and Charlie in the same place. I was like, no way. Afterwards, Raquel sent Charlie pictures of it and was like, "You don't you just love this necklace? Charlie had no idea what the lightning bolt necklaces even meant. Um, the shopping trip was because Charlie missed Raquel's birthday. She said they tried on a lot of jewelry and that this was truly an organic moment. Uh, Charlie said she puts on a face when she's on TV, but last summer was the most depressed, saddest she has ever felt. She had a conversation with Sheena that got cut where Charlie was talking about how she was scared and she was, uh, you know, trigger warning. She was suicidal. So she took a step back because mentally she needed to take care of herself. So she wasn't paying attention to stuff like a necklace. Charlie needed to worry about herself. Charlie said she's much better now. She doesn't think she would be here if she wasn't okay. Now she wasn't on the original finale because she wanted to get to a better place mentally she got a new apartment worked on a relationship with her boyfriend and started going to therapy hell yeah uh now seeing how things played out this season she thought it was good thing that she stepped back um charlie has known raquel since pageants now this is fascinating they're both pageant girls she said raquel never placed more than top 15 once or twice so to have your whole identity be this and to cry about it on tv is really odd they've competed in pageants since 2015 it is wild think about that it's like this thing that Raquel keeps crying about. She wasn't even good at, you know what I'm saying? She wasn't even good at. And she was like, this was her identity, which is really scary, which also then means she was looking for that other identity. We can assume, or we can, you know, guess she thinks maybe Raquel has never grown from the place, you know, where they were at 18, which I can, that is very realistic. And I really like Charlie. I got to talk to her um, where they were at 18. That's so good. 
Yeah. Sometimes we have these arrested development moments where we don't grow past this certain age of when something kind of happens and we just net we're always in that place mentally. She thinks pageants were the reason she did kind she did kind of this. Talked about how the environment is competing against other women and Raquel hasn't grown from that point. And she is still searching for validation. And obviously Tom was giving her that plus a lot of other men. She knows Raquel's mother from pageant. So seeing Raquel's behavior play out is still shocking to Charlie. She said her mother is a very nice woman and she has not heard from Raquel. Charlie was going to reach out, but decided not to. Uh, Charlie's grandpa passed away after three days after the news dropped about Sandoval and Ariana. I'm so sorry to hear about that. The Vanderpump Rules finale, Jax, Brittany, and Kristen all watched the finale. Oh, sorry. This is uh, this is Kristen Doty notes because uh, this is Kristen was on Jax and Brittany's podcast. So that was the Charlie podcast, Nick Vile. Now we're this is I love that this podcast is now just recapping other podcasts, but so be it, baby. You in the Vanderpump jungle, you gonna die. That's Guns and Roses, you guys. You guys are so young. Um, this is on Jax and Brittany's When Reality Hits podcast. These guys are all just cross swapping. It is so incestuous, but at the same time, this is kind of like guys. Let the professionals handle it. At a certain point, get Vanderpump Rules is going to be over. What are you guys all going to do? I think Lala is going to be fine. I'll be curious to hear Dodie because hers is about sex and love. But it's hard for these people because they're they're getting like success talking about Vanderpump Rules. But there's so many of the Vanderpump Rules cast members now with podcasts. Which, by the way, what happened to Katie's podcast? Ariana had a podcast. They both had one for Dear Media. You, of course, have Shenanigans. That has been going on forever, and I think that has created so many good storylines for Vanderpump Rules. So I do wonder what all the what are what are going to happen with all of these podcasts. We're in a podcasting Vanderpump boom right now, but this goes away in a couple of weeks, and uh, I'm going to be fine. We're going to be fine over here. It's so bad, it's good because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. But what's everybody else going to do? You know. Um, so on this podcast, they're talking about the finale. By the way, they're all. I saw a clip of this. They all look like the fucking Terminator. Like I'll be back. I'm a learning, I'm a, I'm a central processing unit, a learning computer. It's not a tumor. Vanderpump rules finale. Jax, Brittany, and Kristen all watch the finale and watch what happens live together. I think they got really hammered because they're all wearing glasses. Kristen was shocked to hear that Raquel and Sandoval had sex in the car and that Ariana had to let Sandoval in the house. We all were. They all think that if the three of them were on the show, Sandoval would have found out sooner. <laughs> I love that Tony's like, I would have gotten them much sooner. <laughs> Uh, in regards to Tom's band, Kristen heard that one of his shows sold out. Jack said that he heard the shows are free now. I think Jack's what is referring to. They did that uh, free show in Houston, Miami girl regarding Miami girl. Jack said, no offense to Ariana, but Ariana said on watch what happens live that they weren't exclusive. So Jack said, then why did you have to lie about it? Watch out. Jack's Ariana can get you off or on this show. When Miami girl happened, there was an article in a magazine that came out where Miami girl talked about her and Sandoval. Okay, what's that magazine, man? Kristen got her name and found her on Instagram. She noticed that this girl already followed her. Kristen messaged her and said she read the article and asked her for the truth. Kristen did not fly Miami Girl out there. Kristen told a producer and their talent producer spoke with Miami Girl, and that was the last she spoke with her until she found out she was coming. Production had Kristen go to lunch with Miami Girl, which I thought uh, was very dark. I mean, that's another thing. Be careful who you're cheating with, man. Like they're flat, like production. Once they get wind of this shit, they're like, and that's what I was saying about the, this season. It's like, if they really, truly the Raquel thing, they would have really dug their heels in and they didn't. So I think 
I think that's interesting. I think if they had kept filming, I think it would be, it, you, it would have eventually come out, you know, I think production would have eventually got it. It would have been, the heat would have been too much. And that's why it's like always shocking that the cameras went down for so many months. Uh, let's see here about Joe. Um, filming with Ariana and the Joe text. Ariana found out about the fair on a Wednesday. Kristen filmed with her the following Tuesday, but also Dodie was over there on Friday that night when everybody was there supporting Ariana that first Friday. Ariana told Kristen about a text that Joe sent when, well, first Joe called Ariana saying that she didn't know anything. Then Joe made a group chat with Ariana Sandoval and Raquel. This is insane. Joe made a group text after this happened. It was a long text saying, this is so hard. I love all of you equally. And I don't know what to do now because you're all my friends. This girl is, I mean, I hate to use Katie's words, but it feels very crackheadish. I mean, why would you ever put all of them on a group text? You're insane. That's truly dark behavior. My goodness. Why not put Schwartz on there as well? I wonder if Schwartz is like, yeah, dude, send it. That sounds like a pretty good text. By the way, if it was it was Schwartz, Schwartz's text to Ariana was like, treat yourself. Really spoil yourself right now, guys. The sky's the limit. Okay, in regards to that ski trip, the double date ski trip, Jack said Joe wasn't sorry because she went on a ski trip with Sandoval, Schwartz, and Raquel. Kristen accidentally got an email from production signing off on pictures of Big Bear of Sandoval, Schwartz, Joe, and Raquel. We saw that in part one of the reunion. How is Kristen accidentally getting these emails from production? Then she got another email saying, oops, sorry, that wasn't meant for you. <laughs> Production's like accidentally sending her email. That sounds wild. An event Brittany went to with Raquel. Kristen came over to watch Cruz and Brittany and Raquel were going to this event. Brittany said Raquel switched where Brittany was going to go to pick her up. She ended up picking her up at Schwartz's. Ah, she picked me up at Schwartz's place. But Sandoval and Raquel got in the Uber. Sorry, Sandoval and Raquel got in the Uber with her. Brittany didn't even know Sandoval was coming. Sandoval's so dumb that he got Brittany involved. What? These people have no shame. Was the slap from Stasi staged? Oh, way back in the day, the slap heard around the world. Kristen said, definitely not staged. I think we all knew that. Do we think Sandoval was fake crying in the finale? Kristen thinks with Schwartz, it was real. Uh, with LVP, well, like when Sandoval was crying on Schwartz, like, oh, so sorry, with Lisa Vanderpump, they aren't sure because it kind of seemed believable, but his face wasn't wet. These guys are very kind. It did not seem believable to me at all. If he was crying that hard, why wasn't he that apologetic to Ariana? I do now that more stuff is getting out. I do think he genuinely doesn't like Ariana. There's a part of him that's angry at Ariana for something. Ariana told Brittany just last week that Sandoval has still not really apologized to her. Um, yeah. Uh, Jack said that Sandoval can cry on cue doesn't mean well by the way all these guys i'm sure jacks thinks he can cry on cue too uh that's by the way a good cry off competition on vanderpump rules would be amazing what sandoval was maybe telling raquel christian thinks sandoval was telling raquel during the reunion that everyone is messed up on the show trust me you're going to come out on the other side and she thinks sandoval was trying to convince himself of this too come on baby you got this dude we're, we're, we're twin fame lightning dude how Kristen was able to forgive Ariana and become a good friend. Kristen said that when she started dating Carter, remember Carter with the beard and the chin, she just didn't care about Sandoval anymore. She worked on herself and in therapy and Ariana saw that Kristen was no longer putting energy into destroying their relationship. And Ariana stopped seeing Kristen as the crazy ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So that was a little tidbit from that podcast. Um, now I'm going to recap my podcast on this podcast. I think that'll be great. Uh, let's see here. We uh, This is in regards to uh, th- what we just talked about earlier with Jared and Janet on Kristen Doty's podcast, talking about the phones during the reunion. They even took away the executive producer's phones during the reunion. I wonder what would be the goal of that. I mean, I would imagine the executive producers are still getting the information. Were they scared executive producers were selling stories? In regards to the one-on-one interviews, thought it was a great way to get information from Sandoval. Yeah, I said that earlier. Example, when Sandoval told Andy about the first time Raquel and him hooked up, Andy clarified and said, so the first time you had sex. It's a really good good catch by Andy. Um, Sandoval coaching Raquel. When Jared was with Ariana getting her glam ready before the reunion, Ariana told them she could hear Sandoval coaching Raquel all night long. I love it. Like, no, again, Raquel, again. Sandoval stormed out of the house when Ariana was getting ready, and he looked like someone who had been up all night. Uh, In regards to Allie, uh, DJ James Kennedy's girlfriend, guys night. Kristen said that she is feeling some compassion for Sandoval right now because San. Oh, sorry, this is not. TJ, I'm sorry, this is not TJ James Kennedy at all. Allie was Sandoval's, one of Sandoval's really good friends who he grew up with, who recently passed away. I talked about this on one of the episodes this week. So if she seems less angry in this episode, that's why. Kristen said that she's feeling some compassion. So that, that's Sandoval grew up with Allie and was Sandoval's best friend growing up there. Uh, therefore, Ariana and Kristen both knew him. Recently, uh, Allie, Ollie has made comments about being Team Ariana in all of this. I think that's smart. And that's actually a good friend to Tom too. Tom's real friends out there need to say like, listen, you, you, you fucked up bad, man. Like, do you understand? That's the thing I want. I hope his friends really are like, do you understand? You cannot do this again. Sandoval and not leaving the house. They were all there when Sandoval was refusing to leave the house. Sandoval was yelling at them not to drink it. Yeah. Lala and Lisa love that. Lala was not backing down to Lisa uh, Kristen said that Lisa's comments seemed kind of anti-feminist. <laughs> Lala clearly did not mean Sandoval was dangerous as in physically. He will hurt someone, but that mentally, psychologically, psychologically and emotionally, he hurts people. I'd said that earlier on part one. James, Kristen said, <laughs> Kristen said James and Raquel were both opportunists when it came to getting on the show. They don't think that a production wouldn't have stopped, stepped in, that a physical fight would have happened with Sandoval and James. Uh, they would have gotten into each other's faces and waited for one of them to throw the first punch. Uh, and then they would have just started karaoke. <laughs> they don't think, uh, so I thought that's funny. Kristen's relationship with Sandoval. Kristen thinks it was a deflection when Sandoval would bring her up. Kristen talked about Ariana's conversation when Ariana asked Sandoval why he didn't break up with Kristen during the whole Jax thing. Uh, Sandoval told Ariana that Kristen's grandfather had just died. They had tickets to a show. Kristen said that Sandoval was lying about this. Kristen's grandfather, who was Kristen's everything, passed away in 2015. Kristen and Sandoval were already broken up for a year and a half at that point. So that's interesting. Uh, Kristen does feel vindicated in terms of Miami girl. Um, in regards to Katie and Tom, Schwartz was very much tried to play the victim in this reunion. I agree. Gave him props for being honest about the timeline and saying he looked at his phone to see when Sandoval told him Raquel's reactions during the reunion. Kristen said, very serial killer brought up Raquel's face when the timeline was getting messy. They said, you can see Raquel thinking, okay, what am I going to go? Where am I going to go? What am I going to go with? Is she going to go with Sandoval's timeline or Schwartz's timeline? 2022 Raquel and Sandoval is in the hot tub during Coachella. This was from the Peacock clip. They talk about the deleted scene showing Sheena is talking about how Raquel told people this 
that they were in an open relationship and he was trying to potentially hook up the Raquel at Coachella. Sandoval denied that this was brought up. Uh, Janet and Jared both said that they heard this rumor of Sandoval telling Raquel about an open relationship. Jared met a DJ recently that was at Coachella and was very confused about Sandoval and Raquel's relationship because they were both very intoxicated and lovey-dovey. And Sandoval was like, it's cool. It's cool. We're open. So that would have been the, but DJ Jared, Kristen or Joe, Kristen had no idea. Joe was moving in with Schwartz. She did stop talking to Kristen when this happened and blocked Kristen's phone number. When she moved in with Schwartz, Joe told another mutual friend that she moved in with Schwartz when he asked her to, um, and that she was paying him rent because he was low on money. Kristen asked Schwartz about this. And he said that was not the case. Joe was not giving him money. And she asked him if she could stay for a few days. Weird. That's so weird. Okay. Uh, they bring up the story about Sandoval jumping in the Uber with uh, Raquel and Brittany again, and they kept changing the address on where they're going. And then Brittany found out uh, it's, this is all kind of messy in terms of something about her merch. Janet did confirm that the girls were already working on merch, but Janet helped them get things really going since fans wanted to help out. Very true. In fact, Janet was the one that told me, cause I promoted on this podcast the day it, uh, went live because Janet had texted me the day before saying, Hey, make sure to promote this tomorrow. Uh, and then of course the postcard with the lightning bolts, which we began this show with. I, I, I saw this and thought of you anyways, that is it. And I think that is the end of this episode, folks. We did it. We did, we did this together a full where I love you guys. Anyways, Thank you for everything that you have done for me in this podcast. If you like it um, or just appreciate the work that goes into it, please rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, tune in next week. We got a lot of cool things happening. This this engine is it, we're we're going, baby. We're going. Join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash so bad it's good. Uh, follow me on Instagram, so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Thank you, Medica, Sandra, uh, Marissa, Amy. Uh, all of you great ladies and follow us on YouTube. A lot of videos are up there. Uh, just so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. We had a great week of shows. I hope you guys are doing good out there and I'll talk to you on Monday. Bye. Betches.